we can't cut out everything in the world because some people are triggered. I think instead, what makes more sense to me is to help people who are triggered find coping mechanisms for the world. Hey everybody, welcome to the Juice and Jury podcast. My name is Maureen and I'm here with Christiana, Shanika. We are going to be bringing you all the juicy gossip about celebrities, womenhood, popular events and culture, um, all that jazz. And we are going to be basically trying to entertain you all. Uh, and not fail miserably. So enjoy. <laughs> Yay. Mm. Well, the, f- yeah. the first thing that I really want to talk about is Jamie Foxx. What is going on with him? Wait, what? Jamie Foxx? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. He died? He hospitalized. No, no, oh. he, he didn't die. Apparently, he might have gotten out of the hospital today, but he was hospitalized for the last couple of weeks, and there's been rumors that he might have had a stroke. And then... My hairdresser told me this crazy rumor that P. Diddy's people beat him up. So I'm like, what is going on? And why? Uh, no, no. I mean, that was like, I, I don't think that's true. I think that's literally just a rumor. Yeah, it's just a rumor. But um, yeah, there's, you know, a lot of celebrities are saying thoughts and prayers for Jamie Foxx, but we don't know what's going on with him. So I don't know what your take is on this. I mean, I hope he gets better but what what's happening for a while there like i thought that he was you know unfortunately dying but we don't know right so mm-hmm. have you guys heard about this morning you look, look it sounds like you haven't heard about this i've heard about it in passing like you know like the the ads or not ads but like the tabloids where they're like jamie mm-hmm. fox is sick or dying or something and i'm like what is going on? And I'm like, oh, maybe drug overdose. That's the first thing that I think because that's usually yeah. what takes them, right? But I don't, I don't know. I didn't look into it or click on it or anything. What do you know? I feel like Shanika knows something. I know. <laughs> I just know. I know that he had. I heard that he had a stroke. Yeah. And that he had to be like resuscitated or something like that. Whoa. Do you guys think it's the I vaccine? I think my husband. I asked him mm-hmm. about that. I'm like, he said some people think it's the vaccine. I don't know. Yeah, like later effects. I don't know about that. Um, just because we can't speculate that it could have been the vaccine, it could be could have been anything. Like maybe his diet, or maybe it, it's um, it's a genetic thing that's in his family. Who knows? Or maybe he was under a lot of stress. When it comes to a stroke, mm-hmm. really, I don't. Uh, you know. Yeah. I feel like the vaccine is going to get a lot of um, a lot of smoke moving How forward. Old is he? He's kind of, I mean, he's young. I mean, maybe he's in his 50s. I don't really know. Yeah. I think it's just, I think it's shocking because you always think that celebrities are like, you know, untouchable. And then when something like this happens, you're like, oh, shit. It happens to them. They're real people, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And you always think, like, they're going to have the best medical care. They're going to be eating the best food, most in shape. So you don't expect, like, these kind of things to happen out of nowhere. Yeah. They're human too, right? So Doesn't discriminate, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I hope he gets better. 
apparently his um, daughter came out with um, like there was some kind of something in the tabloids, but I didn't get the chance to read it. But I think he is being discharged from the hospital. But who knows, right? These are just rumors, and we're just kind of going with it. So. I'm sure we'll find out what the day that he is discharged. But I hope he gets better soon because yeah. I I like Jamie Fox. He's really and he's mm -hmm. like a triple threat. He's really good yeah. at at singing, yeah, dancing, he's acting. acting. He's, he's, he's great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I used to watch the Jamie Foxx show at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> my, mom, my mom used to work nights, so I used to watch it at two o'clock in the morning. It was yeah. I think what made me really fall in love with him was when he did Ray, the movie Ray, and he was. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie either. What you guys? Ray, have seen I haven't seen it. Really good, <laughs> really good movie. He does a phenomenal job. So, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I hope he gets better. So it was a wonderful day today. Like it, it is still warm outside. It's literally still warm. for a second. I'm like, should I just should I do like um like should we be filming outside? But it's dark, so that would make sense. But oh god, I hope so. Warm. You know what? Maybe one day we'll get to actually film in person, and we can film somewhere nice. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, so it kind of feels like we're in quarantine or something, like to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because we're all at home. Yeah, we're all at oh, home in our well, separate. Yeah, because, yeah, because Zoom became popular or whatever. These kind of um, yeah. more popular during COVID. Sorry. Do you remember there was, what was that app called that became really popular during COVID where you could be online and anyone could just pop in and talk to you? What was, was that? Wasn't that Zoom? No. Shanika, I, I actually walked in on you and Marlon. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is not oh, my cool. God. That was funny. No, it's like an online app where you play a game. Party room. Was it party room? Party room. Party yeah, room. party room. And you just That's like, funny. just pop in on anybody. Yeah, who's so we're online. like playing a game in Impox Marine. <laughs> so random. Oh, God. True. But, yeah. That was really awkward. Did you know that her and Marlon were in the room? No. 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 I'll give you some grace because I was like, if you know, oh, no. I just Shanika, so I just joined Shanika and then she's there with Marlon. I'm like, oh, oops, <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anywho. Yeah. So I was saying the weather's getting good. I'm hoping it's gonna be a hot girl summer. So I've been trying to get out and get like my walks in, my steps in. Good for you. Gonna eat less, don't judge me. Um, but I was eating a whole lot a couple of days ago. And um, I know that you guys have heard of Ozempic. Yes. Right? I wanna hear your thoughts on that. I'm very familiar with it. Is, uh, so Ozempic, if you haven't heard of it, is uh, it's, it's a diabetes medication, but it's also used for weight loss, right? So it's a needle that I guess someone would take weekly and it would help you're laughing. Do you want to read it? It would help them. Uh, it would curb their their appetite, from my understanding, right? And it's been working pretty well because I've been following a couple of people on TikTok and they're going off. Yes, do you have something to say? Please go. No, I don't know why I'm laughing. Um, you're yes, laughing? you're absolutely right. I, <laughs> excuse me. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm laughing because um, I'm on Ozempic, so, 
I'm very familiar with it. And uh, I actually started with Sexenda because my sister took it and she lost a ton of weight really fast. And I was struggling. So I, uh, I took it and, um, and it worked a little bit. And then I felt like I hit a plateau. And then I talked to my, my doctor and I said, Hey, can I switch to Ozempic? And she said, yeah, no problem. And so I switched. And research on Ozempic and I did a little bit, but to be honest, it's pretty new. Like there isn't too much long long-term studies on it so i know that there is a risk like they're gonna tell you that oh no no it's safe but i'm sure that long term that this could cause all types of problems because there's a lot of side effects that come with it too like huh what are the side effects the most common is nausea and i also i didn't really experience too much of that but after a few months of taking Ozempic, it really uh, messed with my digestion. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, but <clears throat> is it I a think tablet? now I'm. Pardon? Is it a tablet? No. Oh, okay. I should have clarified. It's an injection. Yeah. So it's, it's an injection. Yeah, it's an injection it's that you give yourself weekly. Oh, yeah. weekly. Where do you, because like, in your tummy? It's not, like, like painful. does it matter where you put it? I put it in my belly fat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not painful or anything. The needle is, like, super, super thin. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah. So, it works uh, differently for me than it worked for my sister. My sister, she lost a ton of weight like this. Like, Wait, so your sister went from Sesenda, or what was the first one called? Sesenda. Yeah. Exenda. And she switched to Ozempic too? She did not take Ozempic, no. I think she tried it, but it didn't, it upset her stomach or did something like it. It has that effect on a lot of people. I know other, I know another girl, the girl who does my hair, she was on Mm -hmm. Ozempic for a long time and she had lots of problems because of it, like Mm -hmm. gastric problems, um, anxiety. How long are you, how long is the recommended time for you to be on it? There is no recommended time. You could be on it your whole life. It's it's a diabetes yeah. medication. It's a um, medication for diabetes. Right. Um, so if you have diabetes and you're taking all the time, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm not diabetic. I don't have diabetes. So right. my risk is actually hypoglycemia. So it's the risk that I actually, my blood sugar drops too low because it regulates. Yeah. But I think like I'm... I've kind of got used to it a little bit now and uh, I'm, I'm still eating. It doesn't take away all my appetite. Like with some people, it just mm-hmm. makes it like a little bit less. Sorry. My nose is a little itchy. Um, it just makes okay. my appetite a little bit less. So I don't eat as much, but it works. I mean, I don't think this is a long-term solution to weight loss, but I definitely, right. yeah, it works. It will give you the like a kick. Yeah. It works. I don't know how else to like. So how soon did you see results when you started using it? For me, it took a while because I've been using it since like September. Okay. And I've lost maybe on it. I've lost maybe 15 pounds. You've lost 15, only 15 pounds on it? On, on Ozempic. So I started losing weight probably as of 
May last year, but I wasn't taking Ozempic at that time. Um, mm -hmm. So I would say from the Ozempic, I, and also this is going to sound crazy, but Ozempic and flu season, because once you get the flu, you don't want to eat. So from that and those two things together, like you already don't have a huge appetite and then you get the flu, you really don't want to eat. So then your, yeah. your food consumption goes way down. And, um, I, and I also work out. And so I think from those things, um, I've lost since last year, I've lost about, about 25 pounds, but since Ozempic, I've lost about 50, I would say. So I don't know if I would advocate other people to take it unless they really can't, like nothing else is working. Right. That's the only time I would say, because that's what happened with me. Like I, I felt like I had tried so many different things um, mm -hmm. and it wasn't sticking. Nothing was sticking. Right. So like, let me try this one and see. Well, first off, Maureen, you look great. I saw you a couple weeks ago and you look awesome. So thanks. Uh, as long as you're happy. Uh, I think that, and again, as long as you're happy, someone's happy, I think that's the best thing for them. So if they choose to go on Ozempic and it helps them lose the weight and it improves their mood, right? Takes about a depression. I'm all for it. Honestly, regardless of what type of medication it is or what it's used for or whatever it is, right? No judgment. Wait, Ozempic can help you with your mood? No, the, when you lose weight, it will improve your mood. Oh, right? oh, so oh. You're having, you, you'll have more confidence. In, in, in right, right, right. That's, so if 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 you if Ozempic is helping you with the weight loss, obviously that's going to have an impact on your your mood, right? So mm -hmm. that's I think that it, I'm like I'm all for it. I think, and there's something that you said because you've tried different things, right? There was different things that you tried before going to Ozempic, which is great. But what I find now is that there's a lot of people that don't necessarily try different things. And you're putting in the work, like you're in kickboxing, you're doing this, that, and the other, right? You've always been an active person. So I definitely applaud you. But I would say that there's a lot of people that are using Ozempic as a clutch and um, just, uh, listen, this is an easy fix. I don't have to go to the gym anymore because I have Ozempic, which, you know what, to each his own. Uh, I'm, I'm not hating on that, but I'm just saying, like. Yeah, but the only other uh, thing, yeah, too, is. Yeah. The other thing too is though, I think people don't realize is that when they start losing weight and they don't, um, and they're not careful about how they lose it. Like this was my fear is one that if I lose too much too quickly, mm -hmm. then it's all going to come back. Oh, I, no, I was, because that's what happened to me in the past. Like I'm able to do the extreme diets if I need to and lose everything in like three months. And then after that, It'll yeah. all come back and then some it doesn't stay off. So I wanted really to find a way that like kind of teaches me how to like eat or how to like, you know, get, get my body into a, a habit of how to take in food and and how to convert it to energy. I don't know how to make that sounds really weird. I don't really know how to explain myself, <laughs> but um, that that's the big part of it. And the other thing is I didn't. I, unfortunately, when we lose a lot of weight, especially if you're not weight training or doing anything like that, you lose muscle too. And I don't want to just lose weight and be like flabby. Like I want to be toned. So that's why I also try and work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would recommend to people like to keep those things in mind 
when they are on a weight loss journey. To you don't just want to be like this hobby. Yeah. There's also I'm not sure if you've heard of it, and I'm not sure if I really understand the concept right now either. But Ozempic phase, which my understanding is that it's that kind of um, that um, that look of like starvation in your face, where your face is kind of like sunken in because you've lost so much. I don't know. I guess fat and or muscle from your the buckle area. Yeah. So you look kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not yeah, like. <laughs> sunken in yeah you said it yeah you you don't look well right so that's a a side effect that people are talking about Mm -hmm. but i mean i don't see that a lot of people i think that it depends on the person yeah Yeah. i don't feel like i've gotten to that point so i feel like i'm okay like i still feel like i have some volume in my face i don't feel like my face is sunken in or anything and And usually when i lose weight it is sunken in i i've got filler for you so thank you (laughs) this is why we're friends tiana look great though yeah so i'm i'm all here for a zempic what do you guys think what's the what's the verdict okay let me i say i say the verdict is um Three pina coladas up out of five. <laughs> Three out of five? I'm going five. Four pina coladas up? Okay, four pina coladas up out of five. Just because I don't know what the long-term effects are. That's why I'm being a little I cautious. hear you. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go with four, two, if not 4.5. I feel like if anything is good, if it helps you lose weight and it's good for your 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 mood and the way that you kind of carry yourself, I'm here for it. It's extra confidence. So 4.5. Uh, pina coladas out of five. I agree. Hmm. I don't know. I think, yeah, take it if you want to take it, like do what you got to do. But then I also wonder, like, for people who need it, like, is it like something that's like going to run out? Yes. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, is it like, I don't know. That's a good point. Okay. Because um, uh, a little while back, because it is a diabetes medication, but it's also used for weight loss. But mm-hmm. a while back, there was a um, a supply shortage apparently because a lot of people were using it for weight loss, uh, for weight loss, and not mm-hmm. diabetes. So there, I think it was to the states. There was like, um, yeah, there was a shortage. So people were going crazy because like they wanted their own. But dentist. you know what I wonder about that? Right. I wonder then- like. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, Sean. No, but then I know there is always like the generic brands. Like it's not Ozempic, but it's like the same thing, but another brand. No? Yeah, I think you have to go with Ozempic. Yeah, Mm. but the other thing is, there's another one. It's called Wigovi, which is the exact same thing as Ozempic, except it's literally like been approved for weight loss. But they don't sell that in Canada right now. You can only get it under Ozempic for some reason. I don't know why. Good yeah. to know. So what would you say out of five pina coladas? I'd say four. All right. I think four. If it makes you happy. Might I add something? Um, a lot of the celebrities, of course, are using it. A lot of people are being accused of using it. Like Cal uh, Richards from Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, she's been accused of using it, but but they're all using it. Dolores from Housewives of New Jersey came out and said that she's like, yes, why wouldn't I use this this um, medication, this Ozempic, um, 
if other people are using it too. She wants an even playing field is how she described it, right? So everyone's using it. Interesting. So, so Zembic, four out of five pina coladas. There we go. Ooh, I like that. One more time. Again? Yeah. That's pretty loud. The jury has spoken. Next. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know, before, you know, it's almost a week past the uh, coronation. So I want to kind of like get your, did, you, did anybody watch? Did anybody oh watch? gosh. Like, anytime oh. someone says coronation, I just roll my eyes. I like. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Because see, the problem with me is that I want to roll my eyes, but I want to keep on watching. So I'm telling you, I was mm -hmm. going to my TV on Saturday morning last week. I was like, oh, we're going to watch King Charles be crowned and Camilla yeah. be crowned and this, that, and the other. Like, I literally brought my phone into the shower. I'm like, I can't miss a thing. And it was just, I don't know. And, I, and, and part of me is kind of like, this is ridiculous that we still have this um, in place. And it's just, and it's really just for show. It's really just for like, yeah, we're still doing this. But I don't know why I still care. And of course, when, you know, just going back to when Princess Diana had passed away, I remember that was a big thing for my parents. They're like, oh my gosh, like they were like really um, devastated over that. But yeah, so now to see um, Kabila get her crown, I'm not sure if you guys have seen like memes and stuff like that, but like they're calling her a side chick, but I don't think she was a side chick. I think she was the woman who just waited out because do you know the drama? Do you guys know the drama, King Charles and Camilla? What? Oh, no, wait, I do not keep up with British. Stop. Don't you okay, you well. gotta tell us now. What's the drama? Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot more drama that I'm not like I don't really know that well, but I will tell you, King Charles and Camilla, before King Charles married uh, Princess Diana, Camilla and him were in a relationship, but she wasn't her um, her status wasn't as high as Princess Diana, from my understanding. Mm -hmm. So um, he couldn't marry her. So those two couldn't work. She ended up marrying someone else and he married Princess Diana. And we all know that how that kind of turned out. Princess Diana and him were you know, going through a divorce and she was with, I think an Egyptian guy. And hmm. uh, you know- Yeah, how Kofi Annan or something, Kofi no. something, something. That's a good, what, Yuri, Kofi Annan is a guy. Oh, okay, I don't remember. Isn't he a UN guy? What was his name? I forget his name, but he was Egyptian. Like he was Egyptian. Oh. Why does the name Kofi Annan come to mind? Because Kofi Annan is, is, is that the UN guy? That's the yeah, UN he's guy. The UN guy. Yeah, the <laughs> okay. UN guy. He has nothing to do with. I this. need to come. I need to. Uh, why did that name come up when I was thinking of her? Okay, go oh, ahead. Okay. Yeah, but they never. They were never together. Sorry, <laughs> maybe they met, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, Kofi Annan so, is the former Secretary General of, of the, the United Nations. Of the UN, yeah. I knew that. Too. Yeah. I don't know why that name came up. So, I don't know. Um, anyways, and then um, years later. King Charles, Camilla rekindled their love. She was divorced. Um, and I guess, yeah, he was divorced at that time too. So they that's how they got together. Um, and so now they're divorcees getting married, which is apparently a completely against what um, the British monarchy will allow. You can't be divorced and be like a, a, a someone, like someone with, yeah, like a king or queen or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit of drama, but there's more to it too that I don't know. But and there was memes that were basically saying because they had a picture of Camilla's ex-husband, 
and they were like, imagine actually seeing your ex-wife become a, a queen, right? Which is what happened. She got crowned on yeah. Ouch. Yes. <laughs> but like, it was Dodi Fayed, by the way. Dodi Fayed. That yeah. was his name. Mm. Wait, but the, why did you think of um, Kofi Annan? I think because they both have these like names that are like oh. Dodi and Kofi and I don't know. They just kind of yeah. stuck out. A millionaire or a billionaire or something like that. Yeah, I don't know why I, I mixed them up, but I I actually knew that Kofi Annan was the UN guy. <laughs> I knew that. It's just, I don't know. I mixed yeah. up the names. Yeah. Um, you know yeah, what kills me? The the coronation, the whole thing is like everything that he was wearing was like from somewhere else that they uh, colonized. All the jewels. Yeah. Like, like the audacity. Like, come on. To wear it. Well, how like, does it make you guys feel that as Canadians, we pledge allegiance to this man? You know, our tax money goes to pay the king or whom Charles or whatever. I'm sure like, they that's get how they're living. They're living off of our taxes. We yeah, need to I'm do sure. like Barbados and just like end, end the nonsense. I, I think Jamaica's trying to do it now, too. Mm -hmm. Who? And now he's going to be on our money as well. Yeah, like that's to me, that's insane. Like, this is 2023. Like, yeah. what are we doing? And you know what it is? I feel like they're, like, even just in politics and in general, I just feel like there are these people who don't know what they're doing and they've just been in it for so long or, they, they're, or they're, like, in it because of their family or something or, like, they knew somebody, but they actually have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> You're probably like, right. Honestly, like, that's what I feel like. I feel like everybody who's in, like, a high role, they're just, like, I don't know. Just making it up as they go along. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, does I mean, anyone truly really, really know what they're doing? It's they probably me. they probably have just just like like basically what you're saying is just they're just going with the flow of whatever's yeah. been happening and yeah yeah like well this is how it's been so this is how it will be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like I was watching a documentary about the the British monarchy and apparently. Apparently, like they know they're there for actually entertainment now. It's not anything like they're not really like rulers. It's not like what it was before. You know, this is more about, and that's why they tried to do the like, you know, the charity work, philanthropy work. Like that's mm -hmm. what they've turned it into. But before it was like bringing slaves over, things like that, right? So, yeah. Do they have any actual judicial powers in the UK at all? I don't know. Do they? Do you guys I, know? I, I don't know. I don't but, know. Um, but what I do know is that you can't get rid of them. Like, you know how we're talking about, like, what it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to have the British monarch, monarchy. But why? It's, like, literally against the law. Like, it's, like, they made it so you can't get rid of them. You well, what do you mean get rid of them? Like, what would you, where would you put them? <laughs> like, what would you mean? I would just, I would just be like, okay, well, let's just not, like. Like, we can't demote them, basically. You can't. But the only the only position they have is the one that we agree to them having. So like they don't actually have any power over anything, right? No, they don't really have any power. That's the thing. It's not it's not any actual power. It's like Kardashians at this point. They're just like yeah. You know what? You know what they I feel like it is. I feel like a lot of it has to do with the curiosity. Like look at where they live. Like people are just curious. You want to know like what's it like in there? Like I don't know. Like I feel like part of it is. It's like the unknown, like people want to know. 
Yeah. I don't think people are like, oh my God, King Charles. I think it's more like, what's going on? Because if you yeah. think about it, they're not the only nation to have royalty. There's other British nations that have royalty. Uh, not British, sorry, European nations. Oh, yeah, of course they do. Right. And I think those yeah. people, the, the citizens of those nations, are just as crazy about their royalty. You know what I mean? Like no, but the, U, but the UK royalty is like worldwide. It's not just it's not yeah, just the they, UK. Yeah, like it seems like it's more of a like international type. I get what you're saying, yeah. 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 That's the interesting thing. People in the UK love them. You see, you see the lineups, you see people camp for days just to get a glimpse. Yeah. I saw a really funny video the other day of this girl. <laughs> she was trying to talk to a guard. <laughs> and the guard yelled oh, yeah, at her. He's like, oh, do not talk to the Queen's guard. <laughs> She's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Sorry. Oh, the, best, the best videos are the ones where they're reading their lips. Do you ever see those? No. They have the kids. Who's lips? They like some there's a, a rip a, a lip reader, this girl, she's on TikTok, and she reads the the lips of the royals. Like when they were at the coronation, like she would be reading what they're saying. So I don't is know. This, you guys, I guess you're not watching it because wait, like no, yeah, we're not. Is this bad lip reading? Because there was a channel on YouTube called no, no, Bad it Lip Reading. It was like real, it was legitimate lip reading. Oh, it was legitimate lip reading. Yeah, okay, yeah. no, so, like, that one and like um she like she was saying, and then Kate was started talking to the kid, and apparently Kate was like, "Don't make a spectacle of yourself," and something like that. Like it was, it was like yeah. real. And then like the kid, like one of the, I think it was, um, I, I think they call him Prince George or whatever. Like the, there's three that um, Prince William has, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? I know yeah. he has kids. I don't know what their names are. Those kids are really funny, especially the youngest one. Pay attention to him. When you see him out in public, he acts wild. He's like yelling back at people. Like he's exactly what they would not want. They want their their kids to be acting like all poised and perfect and whatever. But that kid, he's out of control. Anyways, not in a, not in a bad way. He's a normal child. It looks like right, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah. But anyways, it's a wild child. Yep. <laughs> so they were doing some lip reading. Check it out on on TikTok. It's pretty funny. And of course, Harry made an appearance by himself. So, oh, he did at the coronation? Oh, yeah, he was there. He walked in by himself, which some people thought was kind of problematic because Megan was in there. Um, she was probably like, she probably didn't want to be there anyways. So. She probably didn't want to be there, and she probably didn't want to make it about her because exactly. if she walked in, it would have been about her. It would have been about mm -hmm. them, it would have been about her. So they made it harry walking in by himself i'm here to support my dad that that's it right because once megan joins the the did you watch their uh, documentary on netflix as well yep you did, did, you watch it? I, did. I don't get i don't get why everyone's obsessed with this megan and megan and harry yeah, I don't know thing. like i don't get it is it it's because that okay i think i think my understanding was the the royal family is racist against her or something is that what it is? Yeah. Are we yeah, surprised? That's a part of it. Part of are it. we surprised that the white colonial uh, yeah. monarchy is racist? <laughs> like, yeah, I'd be surprised if they weren't. Oh, people want to act surprised, but yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. I think good for them. Like, you don't want to be a part of it. You want to do your own thing. Do it. Yep. 
And I agree. Themselves from it. And like, imagine the like the stress and the pressure. Like, this is like the royal family you're talking about, and they're just like, I don't want any part of it. Like, good for them. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they would have been fine. I think that was actually an opportunity for the royal family to kind of um, branch out and be more accepted by people, especially people of color that are looking at them as like the colonizers, right? Like I yeah. people that have the um, um, the oppressors, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like that was an opportunity, like Megan being biracial, I think they should have embraced her and allowed her to do her thing and that would have just kind of allowed the royal family to be yeah like I said accepted but mm-hmm. they didn't do that they were like mm, they're ask- asking about how dark the baby was going to be this you know what I mean and they were kind of like she was kind of coming off a little like Princess Diana getting all the the fame and the, the glory and that's not what they want and right. also the simple fact that Megan she was an actress so she was on Suits have you ever watched Suits yes Oh, that was a Canadian. It was Sean Toronto, right? Yes. I think so. And it was a great show. And she was like, um, you know, she was hot. Like, she was a hot girl on the show. So I feel like that whole thing kind of takes away from the idea of them being, like, these really, like, well-put-together people. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, her, she kind of made the family look bad. But I think that they could have used that for, like, used that to their advantage. but, But they didn't. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they live happily ever after and that's that they and they, the whole documentary like the the books like spare and uh, the netflix series whatever they need to make money so they got to put that stuff out there yeah right so anyways i agree and harry is obviously he is the black sheep of the family and all right guys the verdict is in now regards to the british monarchy are we are we letting in regards to the British monarchy, are they going to stay? Are they a nay? <laughs> I'm going to say because I find them very entertaining and I want to see how far this goes. And they've been trickling some Black people around at the at the church. You saw it. Like, they, were, they had some Black singers and stuff. Some gratuitous so Black people. They were yeah. trickling some Black people in. So they're trying their best, you know. Um, so I'm going to say let them reign and I'm going to wave my British flag because I want to watch all the drama. Let's go. <laughs> going to be sitting there with her popcorn like <laughs> my juice and my juice. Yeah. Juice and popcorn. What about you, Sean? Uh, yeah, it's a no for me. I think there are like more pressing matters in the world than like what the royal family is doing. Yeah. I have to agree with Shanika just because I don't find them that entertaining. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> they can they can just ride off on their fancy horses to their castle and live happily ever after. And I'm going to move on to the next more entertaining um, reality stars. And yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. So it's um it's Mother's Day this weekend. Oh yes. Yay. I feel like Mother's Day is kind of like a, a weird place because I'm a mother, I have a mother, and I also have a mother-in-law. So wait, wait, what, what do I do? So <laughs> am I gonna go see my mom? Am I gonna go see my mother-in-law? Right? Or, or is it your day? 
yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what is it? It's such an awkward thing. It's like, you know, for the for like, you know, the past couple of years, we've been going to see my mother-in-law. And I usually don't see my mother on Mother's Day, but I feel like she just doesn't care anyways. <laughs> like there's four yeah. of us, so it just doesn't matter. But the point mm-hmm. is I want to be celebrated as well. Like so <laughs> <laughs> you okay. should be. I mean, I don't expect any celebration at all, to be perfectly frank. Um, I, my mom, she and my sister reached out and they said, let's go have lunch on Sunday. So I said, Mm -hmm. okay, like, let's go have lunch on Sunday. That's nice. Um, I would, I feel like I I really don't care. It's whoever really cares. I'll, I'll do whatever they want. (laughs) Like for me, it's just another day. What do you think about mother's day? Oh, I think it's good. Celebrate mom or even celebrate mother figures. Like people who are, you know, absolutely. Actually, there was this thing in the news the other day that I was watching about a school who put up something about Mother's Day and then they had to get it taken down because not, and I like, you know, not all kids have a mom, but at the same time, it's kind of like, when are we going to, it's like we've become overly sensitive as a society. Like, when are we going to, I don't know. It's like, we're so hypersensitive to offend yeah. anyone that we can't, we can't actually celebrate, celebrate anyone either. Yeah. <laughs> So um, the the sign, it was at a school, I think it was in Scarborough or Toronto or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it said, life does not come with a manual. It comes with a mom. And that yeah. is, or that was offensive to a lot of different people. They're like, mom, are you serious? But I don't understand why that's offensive. Can somebody yeah, explain it? I think it's actually down? pretty clever. Like that's for people that don't necessarily have moms, but, but they came from who doesn't have a mom like what do you mean they don't have a mom then how are they in the world maybe they're being raised by um they maybe have two dads yeah or maybe they're being raised by parents that's how they're here no 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 but maybe they're maybe their mom passed away or maybe they're being raised by an aunt or maybe they're being raised by a sister or maybe like life circumstances some of the mom put it that way right maybe that's yeah i don't or what what was the one you said sorry i'm getting a blanket i'm kind of cold down here what did you say t I said it doesn't always, you know, like um, some people that, you know, maybe mom passed away at birth. Like, you know what I mean? Doesn't, they don't, it doesn't always come with a mom or maybe mom was never present. I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to the ways that people are. Oh, raising. I see what you're saying. Like yeah. someone whose mom wasn't around in their life. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I understand that that could be a hard time for people who've had traumatic experiences regarding moms. But um but i mean i think like it's like for example we celebrate christmas and we don't we're not like let's not celebrate christmas because some people don't have people to celebrate christmas with you know what i mean like we wouldn't cut out the entire holiday for that so i feel like Mm -hmm. i feel like that that one statement on there it's i i don't i understand how that some people who might have gone through trauma might be a little bit triggering for them or sensitive but we can't cut out everything in the world because some people are triggered I think instead what makes more sense to me is to help people who are triggered find coping mechanisms for the world you know it's hard to like adjust all of those little nuances for for every single person in the world that's that's it's true because then every single thing we're gonna have to cut out like you're gonna be tiptoeing or like walking on eggshells because you don't know what so-and-so's situation is and like yeah it's nice to be empathetic about everybody but at the same time it's like 
we where, live where in the world. Yeah. yeah. When you does it protect people from everything? Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. People have become really overly sensitive about certain things and I get it. But I mean, just going back to the sign, I'm like, I don't know how offensive that really was. It was, a, I think it was a sweet message, but yeah, I, I thought it was clever. Like a uh, manual, like, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Anyways, salute to all the moms out there doing their thing. Mm -hmm. But it's not, it's not easy work. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not a, like, yeah, you know what? I, I look at my mom as like an immigrant who came to Canada and like worked two jobs, come home, cook for her kids, still take us to like lessons. And I'm, I don't have kids and I'm just like, I'm already tired. <laughs> like, yep. You know I'm saying? You're not tired. Stop that. <laughs> I always want to tell the kids that they are not tired. Okay, I'm tired. Yeah, I was like, you don't know what tired is. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, right? Like, <laughs> no, I get it. I, I, I think like um, kids has definitely been for me the the hugest challenge of my life. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel almost like when I look around, um, at other people that I know and and even online. Sometimes I feel like, like there's something that everyone else knows that I don't know. <laughs> like, how does everyone else have it together? I don't know. I don't know. That's the, that, is, that is social media, unfortunately. Like you think it's all about the perception of like what you're trying to portray. Everyone just wants to portray the good things in their life. And you never really get to see the, the bad things. But I'm even not even like just the bad things, but like. The not so beautiful things that you would post on and i think that's why a lot of people are creating those like um instagram pages now where it's like even like the fitness ones you see this and then you'll see like a girl who looks snatched and then like in the next frame she's has a relaxed tummy yeah to kind of pull back the veil because yeah, yeah i definitely feel that that um there's a lot of like you tiktok and instagram pages where people are kind of giving you advice about like how to parent. I don't do this with my kid. I let them do yeah. this. I do this. Um, and, and now I'm seeing everywhere homeschooling. Like everyone is like homeschool, homeschool, homeschool. Homeschooling is the best. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing that a lot. I think it's my algorithm. Um, and, and even like parents at the school where my kid's school is, they're so mm -hmm. involved, like way more than me. Mm. And I'm always like, how do these people have this kind of like, um, like, Possessed. I, I don't know what it is. Like, they're just so into it. And they're, they're like, on the board, and they're going to meetings, and they're talking about all these little detailed things that are going on in class and in school. And, and, and I'm like, wow, like, my mom, first of all, never did anything Same like this when mom. I was in school. Yeah. She just she dropped me no off and assumed, assumed she yeah. was doing her job, assumed. Yeah. Yeah. But so, it, it's a lot different now. Yeah, very different. And I, I get the impression, like, I, I talk to some parents and they're like, oh, my kid is, like, he does everything himself. He is, um, you know, he, like, they make it seem like 
like it's easy. <laughs> and yeah. then I, I, I'm like, like, dang, like, what am I doing wrong? I must, there must be something I'm doing wrong because I, I find like, I find that it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. There's so much emotion and there's so much like, there's a lot of really great parts, but there's a lot of moments where I, like, I'm, I get really frustrated, like really frustrated where where there have been moments where I'm like, I can't stand to, to be around my kids. Mm-hmm. Like there have been those moments, those m- moments where I thought I can't stand you right now. I don't want to even look at you. I don't want to hear your voice. I don't want to have anything to do with you. I just want to get the hell away. Yeah. And like, that's, and I feel really bad. And I, I've had this conversation with other moms that I know, like really close friends of mine who've said the same thing. And like, that's a part of the momhood that doesn't really get talked about because it's so shameful. You feel so much shame around saying that. Mm. But I've had those moments. They don't happen all the time and they don't happen very often, but they happen. And yeah, it's hard. It's really, really hard when you have this person that is emotional and, um, and you, you can't get away. You're literally there. You're, that's your job your duty is to like is to make things okay and make sure they're a decent human being and make sure that you're not spoiling them and you're not depriving them and you're not being too easy and not too hard and not and giving them opportunities and being involved and giving them a healthy meal and giving them keeping them stimulated and like there's just so much it feels like so much expectation it feels Mm -hmm. like so much and with school especially, yeah. it feels like a lot. And now that my daughter is about to start grade one next year, and she's also going to have homework, I'm I'm terrified. Like two mm-hmm. kids coming home with homework, I'm terrified. Yeah. And all their extracurriculars act, uh, that, that we're barely balancing right now, like I'm just terrified. It just feels like too much sometimes. Yeah. Momhood is hard. It's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Not to scare mm-hmm. you, Sean. Because I, I yeah. do like I do think that um, that it's also the most beautiful thing of life. But I do think that it's also the most it happens to be the most challenging as well. Yeah. Yeah. They say having that child is like having your heart walk outside your body. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's true. It's like your heart, your emotions, your everything. Yeah. Everything. When you say take off to school, like like for me, like in the morning, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just I always say a prayer. I'm like, you're always just thinking about your kids because that's your that's your deepest self for me at least, you know. So yeah, it's definitely yeah. it's definitely not easy. I think, you know, looking back before I, I had kids, I I probably had no idea that I probably never thought too much into it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just have a kid. Mm-hmm. But now I think I'm like, wait, same thing as like, you know, just like you said, Maureen, I'm like, I'm thinking like, how are other people doing this? Like, wait, what? Like, is, do people know something that I do not know? Have they read a book that I have not read? Like, really, where is the manual? Because we don't know. There's people out here, we're all out here raising kids the best way we can. And that's what our parents did for us. And I know that's what my mom did for me. So I really, I look back and I'm like, she was just like a regular person. When you're growing mm-hmm. up, your parents as like these supernatural people superheroes or whatever but when you become an adult and become a mom and become a parent or or whatnot you start to realize like they're just regular people you know raising you the best way they know how right so we always have to give them a little grace and um yeah 
So yeah, being mom is not easy, but it's it's definitely a, a beautiful experience. And that child and that love is lifelong. So it's it's unmatchable, right? That's the word. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a blessing for sure. Yep. I so, don't want to take it for granted because I know like like lots of people out there they want kids and they can't have them or you know they might have lost a child or whatever so i don't take it for granted but uh it's definitely challenging <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's another thing well i mean we could say that for another day but there's a huge i, I met a, a nurse yesterday and she works at an ivf clinic and she's saying like it's busy you know a lot of people have, have decided to a lot of women have decided to you know career plan instead of family plan and now they're maybe at the stage that you know they're considering um, IVF. So she's saying it's really it's really busy there right now. So IVF is expensive too, right? It's like fifteen thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, but it, I'm sure some of it must be covered. But I don't really know. Yeah. I think the first round is is covered by OHIP. Like really? I think so. I think just the first one. Wow. But then anything after that, you have to pay. And people yeah. are gonna pay. A hundred percent, they're gonna pay. Well, I'm just, I'm kind of impressed that OHIP even covers anything. So, OHIP covers yeah. around. It's really great. I think the first one is covered. I know my sister has a friend who's going through it right now, and I think the first round was free, hmm. and then the second round, it was like split between the in-laws, because when you're when you're trying to have a child, right? It's not just you who wants it. I mean, yes, it's you who wants it, but it's also like everybody in your family really wants you to have a child. Yeah. Yeah. They can, right? So mm -hmm. we're gonna everybody. We're gonna pour out some juice for the mothers. <laughs> I like that. Okay, wait. That extra pour was like okay. <laughs> All right, so this will be where we end our first episode. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to Juice and Jury and our first podcast episode. So make sure that you guys tune into the next episode. Um, we're going to be talking about some more juicy stuff and the jury is going to be here to give its verdict. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.